York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here giving you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And guess what, guys? The Knicks won five in a row and beat the defending champs. Not even beat. Obliterated. Embarrassed. Bent over and spent Denver Nuggets and Jokic 122 to 84. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Knicks beat the Nuggets, the champs, by 38 points and we had six Knicks in double figures Randall had 17 points eight assists and seven rebounds Dante had 16 points and six assists McBride had 13 Grimes had 19 OG and Anobi had 26 and Jalen Brunson did Jalen Brunson's things and the Nuggets were forced into 19 turnovers on the night and you know what? They are average 11 turnovers a night. So it was impressive what the Knicks done. Ladies and gentlemen, this game was over by halftime. This game was already garbage time. They barely scored 40 points. By the time halftime came in, the Knicks just took care of business. Now, guess what? The Nuggets, they were on a road, so they might have been a little bit tired. But who cares? Who cares? Because the Knicks had what? What the seventh hardest schedule in the league, and when we had to go on the road and get all these back to back, no one gave a damn about us, and we pulled out a bunch of back to backs, guys. We played a bunch of hard teams uh, in a row, and nobody gave a damn, and we still ended up with a great record, and we have a great record now. Guess what, guys? In 2024, we have smacked, not beat, smacked the Timberwolves, the 76ers, and the Nuggets, the Knicks are making statements statement games were made today statements were made today so i want you guys to celebrate pump out your chest because the knicks are here and we're proving those haters wrong and i love i love this feeling because this, this is a culmination of a lot this is a culmination of everybody knowing their role the knicks playing together the knicks playing defense the knicks sharing the ball the knicks having the culture Everything is fusing together perfectly now, and it's safe to say that OG Ananobi trade is working out pretty nice for us, all right? So I can't wait to get in this game and talk to you guys about this Knicks win. So let's just get into it. First, I'm going to introduce you to my guys. First and foremost is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building, and y'all need to bear me for a while because I need a bit of crowd participation. Mm. Y'all can participate in the chat as well. After everything I say, I want everybody to shout, we outside. Jalen Brunson. We outside. We outside. Julius Randle. We outside. We outside. OG Anunoby. We outside. We outside. Dante DiVincenzo. We outside. We outside. Jericho Sims. We outside. Miles McBride. We outside. Quinton Grimes. We outside. Precious. We outside. <laughs> yeah. Precious, we outside. baby. Let's go. Bibs. We outside. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. James Dolan. 
Messing around. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna be outside for a while. Messing around. Hey, hey, you might be inside <laughs> for a minute, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, if you didn't know, uh, shout out to the <laughs> Latin assassin. <laughs> Listen, I am at I'm at like fifty percent right now, but there's no way I was gonna miss this game. I'm battling a nasty case of that new COVID variant. Got me laid out in my house for five days. Haven't left, man. Good thing I have my cats and my mom's pup babysitting right now because I've had some friends. And here we are, smacking Denver by thirty. And with three of my favorite people on earth, double blessings to the KOT fam. Double curses of mainstream media and all the bums who don't watch net games but want to comment on net games nonstop. Hey, also, man, I, I, I want to say something. Today, after, today it was the third quarter. My nits were on a run. I think there was actually some precious minutes that, that that stirred this. I was watching this team, and I was thinking about the conversations that we've had since I've joined this show for two years now. And I had a stirring in my soul, man. I called my dad, started getting very emotional. I was crying on the phone. I was like, Pops. You and I are going to see a championship. I feel it in my bones. It's coming. It might not be this year. It might be this year. But it's definitely around the corner. And when that day happens, we're going to be able to have this show on after every game in that championship game. We're going to be on here talking with each other about this unbelievable moment. And I cannot wait for that to happen. I love you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to do a show and run straight from Jersey to New York. To join a parade because I know it's gonna be lit outside with drunk Spider Man and them outside of them and shit. I know it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I'm hopping on the plane, bro. I'll see you there. I'm gonna hug you like Pete's with Hug Randall. Yeah, I'm never letting go, bro. Yeah. I'm never letting go. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta introduce uh, our our ex D one college boy Ebony. What's going on, Ebony? Yo, ecstatic right now. Uh, definitely a statement game. Knicks, Knicks on their Sparta. Uh, are you not entertained? Yeah. They are, yeah, that's that's their yeah, message yeah. to the league right now. Mm -hmm. Are you not entertained? Not All right, entertained. Let, let, let me let me show you something. Is this Let's your go. king? Is this your talking. king? Keep talking, giving us fuel. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, look what team basketball gets you. You don't always need a bunch of stars, y'all. Just people that star in their role. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look! Look what you get when you get people, and we made defense, our offense a lot today, a lot. Like halftime, it was like sixteen points off of turnovers to like four for them. Mm -hmm. Like I just like what I saw today. I, a lot of things that you know, some worries. I remember I spoke, but I haven't. I have seen him game after game. OG, he definitely can get his own shot. So yeah, it's work. He's he's working himself in. He's working himself yes, in. Yes, he's good. He's getting comfortable. He's, he's a person that's not going to overtake, you know, do too much. That's all I can say with OG. He's never going to do too much. Like, he, uh, even when he's going to the basket, it's not a lot of shake and bake. It's pretty much when he gets where he has to go. I'm and telling you, it's like <laughs> I said it the other day, and I'm not saying I can – I'll be scared to say stuff out loud when it sounds crazy. But he really does like remind me a little bit. Of, he does remind me of Kawhi a little bit, yo. Like it's weird. Like his demeanor, his his calmness, his defense, and even his moves are like they're very minimal. 
<laughs> very minimal. And I'm not saying he's on Kawhi. I'm not saying he's Kawhi level. So don't, don't, please don't. Jalen said he's Kawhi Leonard. I did not say that because I know how you guys, I know how you guys are, right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the raw game that he's showing right now reminds me a little bit of the style of him, not necessarily the, effect, the, the effectiveness of him. All right. The defense for sure is there, though. The defense, yeah. for sure. I can say that's Kawhi like without without I, even looking. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I definitely can see see a lot of Kawhi. Exactly. Exactly. And it's especially on the defense. Yeah, quarter water, quarter water, quarter water Kawhi. He's quarter water Kawhi. All right. <laughs> <laughs> especially on the defense, that baby got in two, three people. Oh yeah. At, yeah. at a time. Absolutely. On possession. Like it's it, it, you know I you know I told y'all I told y'all I was gonna be I told yeah you. what you see Ebony what you I told, I told you, you I told, Ebony, I told you he was gonna I like that kid I told you yo I'm I'm in love with his defense I told like, you uh, he's one of the best just, defenders just, in the NBA point blank period like, it's yo. just a beautiful thing to watch and that he doesn't he's not very intrusive so he can fit next to anybody mm-hmm. and. The fact that he helps Dante in that starting lineup make defenses regret, hesitate, me helping on uh, Brunson and Randall. Like, defense is going to really have to have uh, tough decisions. What are you going to do? Yeah. Are you, are you going to allow Brunson and Randall to go one-on-one? Or are you going to double and allow Dante and OG yeah. to, to have good looks? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that because – my notes kind of started there because <laughs> I feel the, the game plan to me was very deliberate from Tibbs, from the Knicks, from everybody. The, uh, from the jump, it seemed like Brunson was like, I'm getting everybody involved first. Like the first three or four drives of the game, Brunson drove and kicked it out. Drove and kicked it out. And this this is one of those games where the assist numbers don't reflect the passing that was happening. Because he Brunson has four assists today, but the the first like few threes were hockey assists. He he gave the pass that led to the pass that led to a three. And it put nuggets on their heels where they were kind of they had to pick their poison early. It's like, oh wait a minute, we got Dante hitting threes. We can't we can't leave him open. Oh wait a minute, we got we got OG hitting threes. We can't leave him open. All of a sudden, we got Jalen Brunson going to work and Julius Randle going to work one-on-one, uninterrupted. Because they were shooting lights out. Like you you don't want to keep that going. And so I'm really happy about the game plan, the way it was executed. I felt like they got the team involved first, got the ISO second. And like Ebony likes to preach team ball, team ball, and it worked beautiful. Mm. I don't know if anybody else have anything to that. Beautiful. Now nah, you you spitting facts. It was a definitely um, beautiful team basketball on both ends, like communication on both ends, like rotation, mm-hmm. everything. It was it was they were locked in, they were focused, and like you mentioned with Brunson and Randall. Randall Coast, he came in third quarter, got aggressive when he when when I guess he felt we needed him. Mm-hmm. But but he was very he didn't normally feel like normally in the past in this game like this Randall be like I right, they gotta feel me now my turn you know 
like and, and try to in, not interrupt but force things maybe it was no forcing it was such within the flow of the game it it was very very and in the third quarter he made Gordon look like a cone um no <laughs> he got aggressive with him in in the, in the third quarter and he he was getting what he wanted so it was it was very I like what I saw because it, it looked like yeah I can get what I want but everybody else is on let me not interrupt that he was doing it purposely. Like, he was hunting Dante. There was a point where I felt like I'm posting just to give Dante a look. Like, it, it wasn't like everybody likes to talk about the bailout pass. Today's Randall's passing looked extremely intentional, where he was like, he knew he was like, I'm posting just to get this man an open look. Or even if they switched, he's like, I got the smaller man on me. I'm going to give you two dribbles to, to threaten help. And as soon as they help, like a little bit, I'm passing the ball to Dante for an open three. Like the Knicks manipulated the hell out of the Nuggets defensively today. Yes, they pretty much. Got it Go ahead, Lee. I said it earlier in the season that Dante DiVincenzo is what we wanted Evan Fournier to be. They were running a lot of the same action that Evan Fournier and Randall was doing the two man game that first year Fournier was here. Now he's doing it with with DiVincenzo. The difference is DiVincenzo is not only a better shooter and a better motion shooter, he's also able to put the ball on the floor and do a little playmaking once he drives toward the basket. He's a multidimensional player, and I also love the way they play Joker. Sims is actually able to guard the perimeter a lot better than Mitch and Hartenstein, and Tibbs trusted him to guard the perimeter, and that allowed the rest of the team to take risks on pay, playing the passing lanes. It wasn't like, let's triple team Joker and shut Joker down. It was like, he's done a pass, he's done a playmate, mm -hmm. let's get his heels and push the paint, but push the pace as possible. It, that was brilliant coaching by Tibbs. God give his man his flowers since that Dallas game. But again, since the Dallas loss, I've really liked how flexible he's been and throwing in different wrinkles and different strategies to paint on the team in a matchup. Yeah. Yeah. And I do want to throw in one thing as well because you have to give this his props as well because there was a crucial play in the first quarter where OG had a clean steal on Joker and that would have given him his second foul. Yes. And brought him to the bench. And Dibs, even though it was early in the game, Dibs challenged that play and got it overturned to where OG was able to key stay in the game. And I think that was a major, major key in the game at that point. Because if OG went to the bench at that time, who knows how the game would have turned out eventually. Knicks may have still won regardless, but that was a key moment in the game. And I think that and the Knicks were able to keep their momentum and keep their foot yeah. on the Nuggets. No, absolutely. And, yeah, and another thing too, um, you have to pick up the second unit in this game as well because the second unit offensively have been struggling in games and lately they've been able to and lately lately they've been picking it up and they picked it up even in the last game as well the last couple of games but this game the one thing that I liked about the second unit because I said it in the past and I and some people in, in the chat were telling me that the second unit they're not a running lineup or whatever the case may be but I specifically said mm -hmm. you sure if, did if, if you're struggling the half course of score and you don't have somebody who can create you said it push pace because if you push the pace that'll get guys easier shots and that's exactly what the second unit did and they were able to maintain the lead over the nuggets when the starters were on the bench so you have to give the second unit their props as well because they're part of the reason why the Knicks were able to keep that lead and keep their foot on the nuggets nets even though the starting unit was not in the in the in the game jay if i'm speaking yeah. out of line <laughs> I already know you're gonna say championship. We already know. <laughs> no, no. We talked first about Precious Achua 
Let's fucking wait, 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 hold on. We can't. We can't. Hold on. Let me pause. Pause. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, we can. Let me. Go ahead. Let me. Let me just. Let me just add on to what Ryan said first. And then we can we, then we can talk about Precious and Chula, all right? Because Ryan is absolutely well, two things I want to mention. Ryan is absolutely right about the OG Ananobi thing because OG Ananobi is the, was an anchor to our defense. He has the highest plus minus of the game, plus 28. He has the highest plus minus of, I think, any Nick in first turn team games. He has six steals today. And the things you don't see is how many points did Jamal Murray have? Jamal Murray had nine points. Who was guarding Jamal Murray? <laughs> OG. OG. Like, constantly when OG is guarding somebody, the whole game will go by and you feel like nothing happened because the person OG's guarding doesn't get the ball. <laughs> like, he denies him the ball. And part of, like, part of playing great defense is ball denial, and that's so underrated. And then on top of that, when he got the ball, he really didn't do much with it. So, so shout out to OG Ananobi and also shout out to the second unit because the defensive lineup for the second game in a row of McBride, Grimes, OG, Precious, and I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Hart. Probably Hart. And Hart are treacherous. They are pressuring these units till no end. And the, they had a 17 to 2 lead uh, when the starters came back in the game in the second quarter, just caused by the defense and running. So Ryan is absolutely right. He was looking like a genius. I, when he, I saw them running, I, I thought about Ryan's take. I was like, yeah, he was right. Just, it, was, and Tips told him, Tips told him, play defense and run. Yo. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what they did. Play defense. Good things happen. When you play defense, and that's facts. Good things happen when you play defense, and and that's why I love talking basketball with you guys because basically hit on a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, the second unit definitely when you don't have a shot creator or the known shot creator, you have to do other things like the cut and defense and getting out in the transition. Uh, the ball moves faster than the men, so not letting the ball stick. They did not stay still. Grimes, and it was a couple of times where it was people cutting in the, in the same direction they was moving so much. Like they were going back doors and things of that nature. It was constant moving. So that's how you, like you said, you get into transition. You get you, you push the pace. You, you don't need a shot creator if you, if you if you are beating somebody back door, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Or if, if you coming off a pick like and, and you hitting uh, the three or like McBride did, you, he knows he, he's hot right now, but he doesn't have the handle right now. So what did he do? He did a little ball fake pass to get the guy off of him, get him a clean three and hit him, catch. Mm -hmm. Like, just work with your strengths and, and, and as a team, within the team, and, you know, good things happen. And also, uh, it was something else that Lee had said that I wanted to say. That memory shot. <laughs> uh, was it Sims? Yeah, Sims. Yes. With, with Sims and his, there you go. With Sims and his perimeter, thank you. With Sims and his perimeter uh, defense, um, he was allowed. He didn't allow Jokic to to get in his normal dribble moves. Like mm -hmm. another, normally, where he would get past another big, he didn't go anywhere against uh, Sims at all. So he was able to have to do hook shots and shoot from right. three and things of that nature. And we made him a scorer. That's how you beat people like Jokic and and Luca and Lamelo. 
you can't allow them to get everybody involved because then that's hard. You can't really guard them at all now because now you can't help out. So um, yeah, you have to you have to allow. They'll be made him a scorer, and and that's okay. Yeah, and, and, and the deep like OG and, locked up Murray, like you said. Sorry, no, no, and the and we smartly doubled. Like we we doubled to the point our doubles led to steals. Because yes. this is a team, this is a low turnover team. This team only gives you 11 turnovers a game. Man, how much is that? 20-something turnovers? 19 turnovers a day. 19, yeah. 19 turnovers a day. Like Josh Hart had a steal. Uh, you already know OG had six steals. They, they doubled Jokic so smartly. And I feel like this, this is the same reason why we won last year. We confused them in our pacing of the double. We didn't double him the same way every single time. We kept him on his toes where he wasn't able to pick us apart with the pass. And and we we did it right last year. And I feel like we did the same thing this year to perfection. And so shout out to everybody who played defense, that second unit, and also Precious Achilles. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and a lot of times when you go against teams like the Nuggets, and you know that they have an MVP, a guy who can dominate a game in several different ways. And you have, and he's surrounded by a bunch of players around him that are good players. So usually a lot of times when teams scheme against these type of teams, a lot of times they'll be like, you know what? We'll let the MVP get his, but we'll shut down everybody else around him. And that's exactly what the Knicks did. Because even though Jokic got 31 points tonight, the second highest guy was Aaron Gordon with 12. Crazy. So basically, so basically, even though the Knicks did throw doubles at Jokic at times and things of that nature to confuse him, at the same time, Jokic got his. But the Knicks were like, you know what? Yeah, Jokic, you're going to get yours, but nobody else is getting anything. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did tonight. What team has scored over 100 points against us besides the Nets in 2024? The Mavericks, that's about it. <laughs> it's just like two teams <laughs> scored on it in January. Like, defense is crazy right now. This is our defense is ridiculous, and Mitch is not even back yet. Yeah, we did this without both of our big men, like yeah, our one and two big men. We just did this to the champions, y'all. That's without insane. One and two. That is um, insane. And, and then remember, I was telling y'all how yes, and and uh, the bench might have struggles. They might have struggles. They might be a little inconsistent up and down. It might happen, right? They're young, and and they're still trying to find their way, but. What they do do, like you said, they lock up. So while we're struggling, we may struggle on to hit a shot or two. They're going to struggle to hit everything because that defense on that bench is ridiculous. It's, they, they were ridiculous with Grimes. and, and oh, It was ridiculous. And then you see Grimes can come into his own. Today he didn't just force the three-pointer. He didn't just live outside and go That's whatever – he didn't go whatever it was at the end and live with it. Just jump shoot, I mean jump shots from the outside. He showed that you know he can. He has a little little layup package, and he even showed a little mid range. He pulled up for a little bank shot. Showed a little three level scoring. I agree. So like again, uh, so sometimes we, it's okay to pump brakes and, and just see. Like if we could just you know how I feel, freeze me. You know we have to make another move. I know Evan has to go, but if we could just get Evan and then a, a pick and able to keep this team and get another half of the season to really see what we have. Yeah, and I'm with then, it. Yeah. Let's go. Yes, sir. What you got? I know you got a lot to say, Lee, because you, you haven't said anything in a while. I know you want to make up Precious Achula. What else you got on your mind? Huh? 
Always trust the Miami Heat draft pick, man. Those guys really know how to scout talent, and that's where Precious comes from. I don't, not sure if Precious is going to be on this team this summer or next year. Don't know if he's going to be in the rotation when we're finally in the playoffs. I'm not sure. But while he's here, I think there's a lot of good things that he's doing now. He's becoming more comfortable with his role and comfortable with the guys he's playing alongside. Also, like how Tibbs is constantly staggering him and OG together to give it a little bit of certain continuity to help bring him along because OG is more advanced in everything. Way, way more than Precious, even on the offensive end. Precious got cooked in the paint. He did, a, he did a lot of ball watching and a lot of Joker watching once Joker was inside of the free throw line. Oh, yeah. I already knew that was going to happen. Can you blame? Like, yeah. Yes, he could have played better defense, maybe better ball denial, but Joker's best big man. No, he couldn't have. Our Joker outweighs him. Like, there was nothing he was going to be able to sure. do. So I, yeah. I was just, I, I, I I was just like, Sims has to come back at some time because Sims has like 20 pounds on him. So. Yes. Yeah. But go ahead. I want to give Precious some criticism. I don't, I don't want to hype him too much because he did get cut by Joker once he was within the free throw line. But Precious is not a very good one-on-one defender. I do love his help weak side defense. I liked him when he is a second guy joining a double team. He's fantastic because his body, a lot of times I'm like, is that OG? I can't tell. Now, I don't have the best TV, so sometimes I can't tell. <laughs> because their frame and the way they move on defense, yeah. especially when they're the weak side defender, it's both really high level. And that's where Precious really thrives. And I feel like when Mitch is back and we have Mitch and Hartenstein as a center rotation, he's going to be even more deadly being able to guard at threes and the fours where his height and its length is actually a, a positive attribute opposed to being undersized against bigger fives. I love his decision-making and hedging on that double team. He's a solid three-point defender too. I think he's one of the better recoverers that we have when there's a pick and roll action and keeping the perimeter guarded. Then some of the Josh Hart's over Dr. DiVincenzo's. And I love Precious for that. I really hope that we keep him. We continue to develop because if he does, Man, he'd either be a really good trade asset or part of a nine-man rotation when we finally outside forever. Yeah. Well, Jay, real quick. Uh, I, can't, I can't even hold it in because I was laughing. Uh, I don't know why. I just flashed right flashed right before my eyes. The play with Precious, and he, he tried to, like, Euro step, and somebody got in his way. And, like, he, it was a, a weird-looking shot. I was like, precious, he give it and he take it for way. It is, it is like it's just like he doesn't see before the things happen. Like yeah, it, it'd, it'd be a good plan in his head, and then somebody will mess it up, he don't have a plan B. Yeah, he don't have the like, counter moves. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been ready. having a nice stretch of games though. Definitely. Yeah, he has. He's getting better every game, more comfortable every game. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. He plays hard, man. He's in a more talented Jerry Jeffries, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he plays hard. He plays. Shout out to Precious yeah. Shoe, who's playing, who's playing pretty, uh, go, pretty good. So yeah, they got, they got, if you keep playing like that, they got to, they got to retire that uh, Precious ass chewer. They got oh, to retire that. Oh, that's, oh, bar, man. that's my guy. Damn. Nah. That's uh, no, no, we got retired that day. Yeah, we got retired. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I say can I say rest in peace to Aaron Gordon's chest? Because Julius Randle, the way he was bullying him in the post, he was hitting him in the shoulder every play. I'm pretty sure he's gonna wake up tomorrow morning feeling sore as hell. Because Randall, man, that is a, a strong dude. And 40, I don't however many, many minutes of that, it has to. I'm loving the way that Randall is just bully balling people all day and then flexing on them like, like that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah, he made you know, there was Aaron one Gordon. Sorry. 
No, I was just gonna say there was one play where I where I know Aaron Gordon was feeling it because you could tell in his body language. There, I, there was one play where Julius Randle put his shoulder into his chest, and I think he got the foul called on him. My man was trying to play it off though, but you could tell he was kind of leading a little a little bit. He was trying to play it off, but mm -hmm. I was like, nah, you Fuck. felt that, my guy. You definitely felt that. Right, I think, I think he asked out. I think he asked to come out. I see him <laughs> go like this. Not that serious. Afterwards, he, he went. He like he pointed to the bench. Mm -hmm. like, like, I need a soul. <laughs> and, and one more shout out to Dante DiVincenzo because that man is the only man on the team who has the fingers to catch every single one of Julius Randle's passes. Fastball passes. All the fastball. Y'all saw the even the passes versus the Nets. You saw the pass versus the Nets when he when Randall threw a bullet pass two, 20 feet above Dante's head, and Dante was like a wide receiver, <laughs> jumped in the yeah. air, hung on there for two seconds and caught it and came back down. He did the same thing today. I'm I I don't know, man. I, I think I think Dante's fingers is made of vibranium. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So shout out to Dante for hitting threes and catching passes. Because he has a he has a future the wide receiver or catcher or something. Great hands. <laughs> Great hands. Opposite Great of whatever Noel Nerlens Noel was. <laughs> I, I have a question though. Do do we really do do we need somebody else in that starting lineup? When you see all the numbers and the plus minuses for everybody who likes numbers, because I'm more I like the I like to see the numbers. Just to see if, uh, what, what I'm seeing with my eyes, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I use the numbers. I'm more so eye test, but then I look at the numbers to see what I'm thinking. Is it is it backed up by by facts or stats? No, I don't. Oh. I I sorry. Like I still like. I don't think it's needed. There is a like there are teams. This is always a worry, right? Even with Dejounte Murray. When you have three dominant ball dominant players on one team, somebody has to take a step back. Somebody has to sacrifice. And when somebody sacrifices, depending on the skill set, doesn't always necessarily work out. Like I think RJ is probably a good example of that. We, we always said for a long time that RJ and Randall together don't really mesh. RJ is playing a little bit better with Toronto, and it's probably because of the freedom. Probably because of the freedom. Um, that he's playing a little bit better. So it's like you, 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 you have to be very careful who you add. Some it can work depending on who it is because it has to be a very specific skill set that works next to our guys. A guy, a guy who can play defense and shoot threes on catch and shoot, and guys can play make. Like that's the type of prototype we need. But we also have to have a guy who might be a little bit selfless. Uh, I feel like I feel like a playmaker off the bench. Who can plug in next to our starters um is what we need uh per se and if we get if we get if we get Dejounte murray here then i'll embrace it i'll see what happens i hope it works but i'm really i'm really really i'm cool with a playmaker off a of bench that's, that's just how i feel yeah, and just to harp on what Jay Ellis just said, because as y'all know, like I, I love DeJounte Murray's game. Like, you know, you know, in the in the beginning, I thought that, yeah, that's the piece that the Knicks needed, you know, to help bring him over the top because, you know, his defense, I feel like on the dip system, his his all the all defense for me had a San Antonio would come 
would come back because now DeJounte Murray is surrounded by dogs that play defense, and I think that would inspire him to play defense in the starting lineup. And so I know the Knicks defense would be tougher, and he gets to create with that second unit and things of that nature. So it's kind of like you're killing two birds with one stone. But I'm not going to front. Like, the way I've been seeing the Knicks play lately with this starting lineup, now I'm, now I'm starting to lean towards maybe it's really just a bench piece that the Knicks need. Maybe they maybe they don't need to mess with that starter lineup, to be honest about it. So come on the side. So, so, come so, so on, lately, Ryan. <laughs> lately I've been lately, lately I've been changing my mind after after seeing more games of this starter lineup. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it maybe it's just a bench piece that's needed with the squad. Maybe it's not even a guy like DeJounte Murray to slide into the starter lineup that the Knicks need right now. Hey, we got a one A already. All right. We got a one A. <laughs> I don't come think on, on the side. Come on, Lee. Come on. I think because of the way the NBA is trending, how much spacing matters, the starting unit needs to stay the same. I like Dante DiVincenzo in that role. I like that we have guys, especially when Mitch is healthy, we got guys who can lock down their positions in OG, Mitch, and Randall when he's engaged. So DiVincenzo allows you to have that risk taker. The guy who who take risks on playing the passing lanes to get you transition buckets and really get your offense going quickly. I love that about him. Plus his shooting, man, he's been one of the best shooters in the NBA. Not just corner, yeah. everything. He's a bucket from a three point line at every level. So let's keep that the same. We still need that backup playmaker. I do not trust Deuce McBride in a seven game series. I think the opposing coaches can steam against him and shut him down like they did Reggie Bullock, like they did Alfred Payton, like they did Steve Novak, all those guys in the past who were one-dimensional in terms of how they scored. McBride's a three-point shooter at this point. That's all he is. You steam against that. You did a Malcolm Brogdon on this team, we are winning the championship this year. I'm telling you right now, yeah. we are. You, you know what I've been liking, though? I've been, li I've been liking the little OG running the second unit minutes. Like the first half, the second unit was defensive running and gunning. The second half, the, the the second unit was more half court and it was OG kind of making a decision that it was going through OG and it, it was working a little bit. It was working. They got it got grinds for open shots. OG was aggressive making some shots off the dribble from the mid-range. It was looking very it was looking very quarter water Kawhi. It was looking very <laughs> it was looking very yeah. quarter water Kawhi. I'm not even gonna hold you. I, I even yeah. like Grimes minutes because Grimes got the chance. I like the way I like the fact that Grimes got to play uninhibited and got to like you know run the offense for a little bit in garbage time and try some things. I, I even like that. I, I I'm I'm not I don't, I'm not saying that's gonna work in the playoffs because part of the reason why you know OG wanted to leave was to have more opportunities to do that. Um, so I'm glad he's getting the opportunity to do that right now. And Preach. so uh, I'm not sure that's going to work in the playoffs, though, So, which is why I still feel like we need a guy who knows how to do that with the second unit. But um, it's nice to see where it can be if he gets enough reps as a playmaker. Like we can we might be developing a third guy, you know, like that, like. I'm getting ahead of myself because it's the little it's little touches, but you're not getting ahead of yourself. I've been well then I've been ahead of myself. Then. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. No, because I never really because I never really saw OG as a guy who can be the third guy. Like I, I, I so to me it's it's a new thought. It's new thought to me. When I'm seeing a couple yeah. of moves, I go, hey, well, maybe well, I'm like, wait, wait a minute, maybe there's something here we can work with. 
so I guess it's it's new to me. Nah, um, yeah, I get it. Um, it happens. We, we it's it was. Oh, I had worries. You know, you you're not a hundred percent sure. Like uh, the my worries again. I had mentioned here in KOT when when he first did the trade was could he uh could he um create off the off the bounce off the dribble in the mid range three with level scorer type of vibes OG I'm talking about right and he's shown that he's shown that he can and he can show he's shown that he can finish at the rim pretty strong too mm-hmm. and um so that's that's promising that's very promising and then with him with the second unit it lets him get his confidence up and, and uh comfortable with being that guy and not necessarily have to do it next to Randall and, and Brunson. Yeah. You know, so that, that allows you to ease and, and ease him into the, the rotation, the scheme of things, and get him going and get him feeling his, you know, feeling himself. Uh, I, I, I said, you know, about the three ball handlers after I, we tr- traded uh, RJ and I see the difference with two shooters like that, definitely. I don't think um we need to, 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 to mess with the starting lineup because with, with Murray – the worry I have with him because I like his game is his catch and shoot. Yeah, is his 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 catch and shoot. Yeah, I mean it was it hasn't been bad. Catch shoot hasn't been bad, but the spacing that Dante provides is is, is going to be better for sure. The spacing is the spacing has been beautiful. The spacing, Chef's kiss, been beautiful. I love it. Uh, I think it's we can kick teams' asses with it, and that's what we've been doing. Uh, yo, I see we got somebody in the chat. Yo, salute to the chat. Listen, if you want to talk on the Discord. And speak your piece. There is a link. Like you know. Huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's the link pinned to the top. That is the Discord link. All you gotta do is click that link. Frizz will bring you in. And uh we'll talk that way. It's really simple. So that's all you gotta do. If you want to talk live with the KOT show, we got Mike Uno um listening to us right now. I'm gonna bring Mike Uno in so he can give his little two cents about what he thinks about this Knicks win or the Knicks in general. So let's get to it. Mike Mike Uno he changed his name too. What's going on? Yo, what's going on, Mike Uno? You live right now on the KOT show, man. What's good? What's good? You you already know when I call in, I have major drinks. So I'm about to embarrass myself. <laughs> you <laughs> stuff. All right. And we're gonna cut we it and share it. Know that the Knicks are looking crazy. We looking crazy. Yeah. That's right. I see y'all laughing. I got my TV muted, but I see y'all laughing. <laughs> but yo, check this out though. You know, you know, you know what's dope though is that um, so this trade we we got OG right. right. I mean, yo, he got six steals tonight. Mm-hmm. Twenty six points, most points of all the the whole team. But then we got Precious Achua that looks. Yo, the last few games, like, if anything, maybe, maybe these, um, injuries, you know, like, um, you know, blessings in disguise. Blocking mm-hmm. not playing, it, it is a blessing in disguise. Like, we, now we get to show what he could do because he's getting the shine. And I like that. And another thing, too, I mean, yo, McBride tonight, four for five. Three point shooting. What? Wait a minute. Let's not make a mistake and and go make a trade or or do whatever moves for a, a backup point guard. I think we got one. You think so? I think we still need a backup two guard. Now, 
you guys were talking about, yo, we need more bench, right? You know who would be dope to be in our bench? DiVincenzo. How could we get him to the bench? Is if we got the dude from Atlanta, bro. <laughs> What's his name again? Yo, Dejounte Murray puts DiVincenzo to the bench. DiVincenzo tonight was plus 27, 16 points. Yo, my guy is doing his thing. He put a finger in the MVP's eye. I, I was waiting for him to do it to the other eye. But still though, if he had done that, bro, nah. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. But yo, another thing, another thing to check though is um all right, so I noticed that um so Grimes was on his he was on his thing tonight. Mm-hmm. Field goals, seven of eleven. 19 points. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that every night. So we still need bench. We need real bench. We don't need inconsistent bench like Grimes is kind of doing for us right now. We don't know where Grimes is at. That's why we're like, we're hoping we could like use Grimes in a trade and, and make something happen and get something going. Hopefully some other team sees the value in him more than the value that we don't see in him right now. You know what I'm saying? See, this is the fan. Listen, but it was nice that he did do his thing tonight. And, you know, I would hope and pray that he could do this more consistently. That would really change the team because we do need a bench. We do mm-hmm. need, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we can't depend on the starters only. And I don't, I don't know be is dude. Like I think the whole league is recognizing that this has been the greatest trade of the year of all teams. This is the one. This is trade deadline still coming up, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, I think I think teams are afraid of New York right now. And it hasn't always been that way, but it is right now. I don't know, B. Let's go. (laughs) Yo, again, I always tell you guys, I love you, bro. I love you. You you guys are my guys, bro. Yo, you you know what kills me? Is that after the game, I gotta wait like half an hour to an hour until I get to see you guys and and all that shit. I understand. but it's all good. I still wait. I, I appreciate. Wait. I appreciate all the waiters out here who wait for us to set oh, up. Oh, you, you, I yeah. up in the place, Lord. You, let's go. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's go. go. Going to the finals. Let's we go, go to the finals. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Mike. You guys have a good night. I did, Mike. <laughs> Yo, Mike was on. <laughs> I thought that was Stanley. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, you know, you know one thing I want to say? I, I know people are frustrated with Grimes right now. I just, you, I just want you guys to remember the time when people were pissed at Emmanuel quickly. And they wanted him traded. And they wanted him gone. And he, he didn't pass enough. And, and then I want you to remember the outrage that happened when he was traded. Just be, what you see today isn't necessarily what the end product will be. So I know some people, I know he's up and down, but guess what? 
players on their rookie contract they're up and down. Like you, you, like you, you have to kind of when when it get more closer to like 25, 26, 27, That's when you start to go. Okay, this is this is this might be more to what he is. So we we gotta give. We just got give the man more time. Now, granted, he might not be here. He might not be here next year. He's looking like he's not going to be. But this is not the finished product. This is just the beginning, and that's pretty much how it is for young players in general. Yeah. That's why I give uh, Grimes tons of grace, and I'm I didn't jump on the uh, the get rid of him bandwagon just yet. I know we have to move Evan, so mm-hmm. I was I was I was under the impression that a lot of these teams, until Nick, Nick Tax comes involved, that a lot of these teams wanted an expired uh, contract and maybe a pick. But then you hear they they're trying to reach to find out that they ask for Grimes, and I don't think that. That that they should be able to they have to have to do that if you just want to expire in contract, you know. Yeah, that might be why. Uh, the- so like, Brogdon is one of the, the moves that if we have to make a move, I'm all for it. Uh, because that's all they're asking for, you know. It's it's not if we don't have to move another piece, we still have another body, and that's the thing with me. I just like the the different looks that you have the, the bodies. You get what I'm saying? So if one person doesn't work, you can. But option B, C. Now you give up your option B, C, and then you just got A, A, A. It's less room for mistakes. So that exactly. that's why I, I am hold on, wait type of people. You don't want to get rid of anybody. It's just because you get different looks. You have different opportunities, different options. Why 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 would you limit yourself? I, that's I believe, how I feel. I believe that's the same reason I want Malcolm Brogdon in here as insurance for Deuce and keep Deuce if you bring in Brogdon. So if one of them doesn't work out, you have that that uh, yeah. that ulterior that uh, yeah. other option to throw out there at the point guard, the most important position. You gotta have depth. Yeah, and bro- I, mean, I know who I really want, but it is what it is. Who you really I want? I still keep, keep hope alive. Her? <laughs> Her? I'm always going. I'm always yep. I'm always gonna keep hope alive. You want you, you want her, Ebony? Uh, I think it's her. Yeah, I love I love I like his game, and that would be just like two OGs. I think. What would that look like? It would Man. look great. Be, it's, it's, just, it's just the money. It's just he. Yeah. It would have to be it's too expensive. He's like around ten million, so it would have to be like if we trade Evan to the Rockets, it would be Herbis. Herbis around ten, or is it twelve? I forgot already. Either it's twelve. 12. It's twelve. Yeah. I, I'm really cool with just uh, I like I was saying, with just help off the bench. Off the bench. Yeah. I really like the way the starting unit is, is is working and moving together, and the numbers back it up. You know, all all the numbers are, are backing up that they are playing very well together. Mm-hmm. So fully I don't healthy, think huh? Fully healthy with Mitch and Randall shows up. This is a championship starting lineup. I agree. And then you know how I feel. Defense win championships. I know yep. a lot of people say yeah. get the offense, get the offense, get the offense. But I'm I'm with if you can't guard anybody, and I can still make a bucket and guard you, then I have a better chance. I'll take that chance. Because you can't guard me at all. You can't get stops. So you're going to be all playing an all-star game. And I'm 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 locking up. I'm trying to lock up. And granted, some 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 uh players hit tough shots, and you know, the only person that can stop them is them. But it, it, it takes a team to beat another team. I'll take somebody going off. You see, you see um cat go for what sixty what he went for the, with an L. And he got benched so, because like, he was right, Go ahead, go off. Go <laughs> off. Be a superstar. Go ahead and Man, be a superstar. That guy is... Hold that L. Yeah. 
And here's the thing, too. What makes the Knicks dangerous is because defense wins championships. But what really makes the Knicks dangerous is the fact that not only do the Knicks have a top 10 defensive rating team, they have a top 10 offensive rated team as well. So it's not even like the Knicks just play defense and can't score. They can play defense and score the rock. And that makes them double dangerous. You might have to have the best. We might end up with the best defense in the league. Yeah. And and I don't understand the fact. How how big is it that you can go from OG and you can have Dante in the starting lineup? And then if they're trying to stagger their stars, you have Grimes right there, who's turned out to be an excellent disciplined defender. I don't know if you have watched Grimes on that end. He doesn't go for many pump fakes anymore. He stays very grounded, very, very, and always in a good position to help and things of that nature. His defense has been the one consistent thing this whole year. Yeah. That's definitely, I, I've mentioned that. So do you really give up on him because he's up and down? Because when you look at his shooting numbers, it's not his shooting numbers is not even down in the dumps. Yeah, he's still so shooting 39% just, from three. It's just yeah, he's had a weird so, stretch because it's, it's it's when, I don't know, I feel like people, when when Emmanuel quickly and RJ Barrett gets traded, you, you, you're missing a guy who sets up people. You're, you're, the second unit has to find a new identity. It kind of throws things off kilter. When, when Grimes first went to the second unit, he had Hartenstein there to help him to make plays for him. Then when Hartenstein moves to the first unit, he doesn't have a playmaker there. So the whole second unit chemistry has been in flux ever since the trades happened. And ever since ever ever since ever since Mitch went down and Hartenstein moved to the first unit and a trade happened, that whole second unit chemistry has been in flux. So you gotta you, he just has to work out where to find his spots with that unit. And today was a lot better. Hopefully it gets better in general. Yeah. But also, we got another caller coming. We got another caller. If you want to, if you want to check in, hit that Discord link. The Discord link is in the top, of the chat. All you gotta do is click the link, and our guy Fritz, best model game, will be on the other end talking to you and bringing you in. Shout out to my guys, the Morning Brew in the chat. I'll see you guys. But next up in the chat, I forgot who I forgot who was up. Joe from Joe from Atlantic City. Get Joe in here real quick. Why can't I bring Joe in here real quick? There we go. Joe, what's going on, Joe from Atlantic City? You are now live on the KOT show. Can you hear us? Hey, Jealous. How we doing? What's going on, man? Long time. Yeah, man. Um... I was watching the game tonight, man. I'm really, really liking what I'm seeing. Um, I don't know if you remember from historically us playing this team. I feel like we've always been, yep. you know, <laughs> we've always been once one step ahead of these guys, even though they're a good team, you know, mm-hmm. and it's good to see we've, you know, we've keeping on track with that. So I remember I've called on the show for a long time, Jaws. I think there was a Pacers game I must have called in before back then when I was like, Saying how we always beat this team, you know. So, I just want to. I just want to start off with that, but I got a couple points if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, you were talking about quickly, man, and I remember this too. I called him before, and I was talking about quickly. Do you remember? And I said we better not trade him, and then they end up trading him like two weeks later. Yeah. So, I just thought that was crazy timing that that happened to coincide like that. It was gonna. You starting to realize, man, the Knicks. Knicks was never going to keep anybody, any bench player who's going to who wants more than twenty million dollars was not going to be kept. 
Because now that I'm reading all these articles, all the articles point to this. They 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 want the Knicks are interested in in bench players and players who are 20 million and lower, so they can flip them. If so, once McMahon quickly said I wanted 25 and 30, he was gone. Because yeah, they weren't they they weren't they were fearful of not being able to flip him if the team wanted him. So. And then you already know what's going with the calf situation in the second apron. So it it was doomed. It was doomed from the summer. It was. <laughs> well, I feel like there was a time before where they were trying to raise his stock anyway. He, I don't know. Like he kind of dropped off a little bit, and then he started doing really good again. So yeah, you know the Knicks don't want to miss an opportunity where they can make a trade where their assets have some value. You know, so I don't know. That trade, uh, I'm kind of like, I like the trade at the end of the day. Like, look what OG did tonight. He dropped 26 points. Absolutely. I mean, following Grimes, you know, Grimes had 19. That's good to see. Grimes hasn't been playing well, but he stepped up tonight. But I don't know, man. A lot of people say that Grimes' development has a lot to do with Tibbs, you know, letting with him playing and everything. So who knows? Maybe he'll uh, do better. Um, but hopefully he can stay on this track of scoring like 19 points a game. He doesn't have to give me 25, but I need like anywhere between 12 and 20. So, no. yeah, no, I agree. I, I think, well, him, I just think it's the pressure. Like, he just has to be able to play free and not just concentrate on just shooting threes. Because I, I remember the last season where he got into this mindset where he shot corner threes and that's it. And when it was just, I'm shooting corner threes and that's it, he got into like a little bit of a slump. But when he started to mix it up with driving to the basket, dipping the ball off the Mitch, um and and then hitting threes, mixing the threes in there with it, that's when he started to get out of the slump. So I think he has to remember to play that. And that's what yeah, he's called today. I noticed mm-hmm. I noticed with his game he likes to set up a lot, you know. He needs he needs to be off ball. But I mean even with his defense, like he, I feel like he still hasn't really grown yet. Like even tonight he was playing defense and he doesn't like He's not a, he's like too afraid to get caught to get fouled. Like when you play basketball, they're not watching everything. You know what I mean? Everyone's getting fouled. But Quentin Grimes sometimes he's kind of laying off and just doesn't want to like make contact. But I don't know, I feel like that's just being a rookie. Like as soon as he develops more, he'll be more aggressive and, you know. So I, I don't really agree but, with that, uh, but I guess it's easy zone. Yeah. Um but with Randall too tonight, I you know, watching him operate inside the paint finally, like him just making really good moves down low. Like I always wanted him to just to be, you know, a head down, drive to the basket type guy, playing in isolation, but like also being able to break down the defense. But you can only do that really in the paint. So I agree. If he can make those paint plays like he was tonight and, you know, be a bully down there, make those crazy plays for us, like it's gonna help us. I just don't like when he takes too many threes and then his usage rate is crazy. You yeah, know? I agree. I That's mean, what happened with RJ. Yeah, I mean, th- this year Randall's been taking a lot less threes. He's taking more shots at the rim. So I think he's found his formula. He just has to keep it up. So I'm, you just have to play. My thing is just defense with him. He just has to run back, run back on defense and close out on shooters. That's 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 what he has to do for me. Everything else, I feel like he's doing okay. Yeah, and the uh, the last player I want to talk about before I go, JLS, is going to be uh, Jericho Sims. Um, Tibbs was very hesitant to play him in the playoffs last year, and I didn't really understand why. You know, Jericho Sims, he's a great rebounder. 
He knows how to get – he can stretch the floor in the sense where, like, he can get the ball and pull the defender out and then make another player cut so he can pass and then move in and then try to do, like, an alley-oop. That type of stuff is, like, valuable for us. You know, we need players that are going to take initiative and make plays. He's a young player, you know, and there's, he's got his faults, but we need to utilize him more, man. He's a – look at him, dude. Hey, man, I know he's a big guy, but hey, man, once Hartenstein gets back, it's going to be Mission Hartenstein. So a lot of sins, but he's going to be right back on the bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. That's very true. You pay these other guys think, to play. I think he's good. He's good. He's good. I think he's good, man. He is good. He is good. Yeah. He played well today. He played well today. He's not. He didn't let himself get bullied by Jokic too much. So shout out to Sims. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. You know, if when you're playing one of the best players, you, you expect that, you know, but he's getting that experience now. Look at him, man. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, it's good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, JLS. You guys have a good one. Go Knicks. All right. Go Knicks. All right. Shout out to the callers and the, of the K and the KOT followers who, who rock with us all the time. All mm-hmm. right. I just want to touch on two things. Since we're talking about trades and stuff, trade news has been very cool lately. It's, it's pretty much repeating old stuff now. Um, it's pretty much right now. We're just waiting to see what happens. Um, so, but the only new news that I saw, which to me isn't really new, it's just, it's just it was just comical. I was reading an, an article from the Athletic, and it was talking about Alec Burks and who. Alec Burks, because everybody knows the Knicks are Knicks are trying to get Alec Burks. You 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 know Lee, you know, know Lee, Lee. Know. you know you want you know you want him, Lee. No, you want him, Lee. Ryan G wants him too. You <laughs> y'all want y'all want Alec Burks at point guard. Y'all do. Hey, <laughs> uh, trying to. I think you're muted. I definitely am. I can't trust. <laughs> I can't trust Tibbs and Alec Burke together ever, ever again. I agree. Ever, right. ever again. He made me dislike Alec Burke. And I like Alec Burke. You know, like, just <laughs> not as the point guard. Well, he's going to be the backup point guard. I'm telling, you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Warm it up. Get used to it. Alec Burke's will be the backup point guard. You don't do that. It's, uh, it's looking like it's going to be him and, and Brown. But the only new news that came today is the the posturing from Detroit where they were like they pretty much reported that they felt like they had a chance to re-sign Alec Burks in the offseason. Bruh. <laughs> like do you believe do they believe that? <laughs> they have a ch- but they they would they would they would move him for two good second round picks is pretty much what the article said. So yeah, and they said the same thing about Bogdanovich. They was like they're not interested in moving any one of those guys. So that's the only really good, only really new news that's come out today. He said everything else has kind of been recycled. Burks has been playing really well though. I'll give him credit. He's been knocking down threes. Uh, that's not that's not my choice, but we get him. Obviously, we know he'll fit in. He knows the players on this team, and as long as he doesn't play point guard. You know, and maybe if DiVincenzo is leading the second unit, I'm not really sure. It's going to be, work. it's going to be. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> you're trying to talk yourself content. around it like you wasn't yeah. here 
for for the years that Burks was playing with he the only good the only thing is Burks won't be playing uh 30 minutes at point guard anymore because True. Jalen Brunson is here. Yeah. He's gonna be playing True. a good solid 10, 15 minutes at point guard. And I then do that again. and then he'll annoy us. And then he'll play Burks next to Brunson sometimes. It's and close. then we'll fight over that. <laughs> be at, at least with Burks at point guard with the second unit, he's going against the second string point guard for the other team. At That's least. what I'm saying. It's not gonna I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be bad. I don't think it's gonna My be bad. stomach turned a little bit while y'all was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be that. Like he just has to not. We just have to not suck. That's all we gotta do. We just have to. I can't. I can't take Alec Burke as a point guard again. That's trauma. Um, no, no, no. Just get used to no. it. Just get no, used. Just keep at, saying at, it. At that, at that point, it's like the top two right now is between Burks and Bruce Brown. Just give me Bruce Brown, please. I, I like, I really try to relive Alec Burke on the Knicks. Like, just bring Bruce Brown if that's the case. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hey. yeah. So you want I, Bruce I, Brown to be point guard? At least, at least you're going to get both ends. Possibility yeah. with both ends. Alec Burke uh, on the other end is not, not, no, not an OG, definitely. Yeah. Bruce Brown is definitely going to cost a first round pick. And well, the Toronto Raptors want Bruce. They want a first round pick, a young player, and salary filler. I feel that's too much for me personally, but that's what they want. But so we'll yeah, see what happens. Who do you think they got? <laughs> if, if Bruce Brown or Albert Burtz takes Quentin Grimes, I'm out. But mm-hmm. I would rather keep Grimes. Like, let's just mm-hmm. rock what we have for inside right. one of those two yeah. guys. Same. But one of those protected pits, like maybe the, the Wizards or Detroit protected. First round pick and Evan, yeah, I'll take either. Yeah, that's why I say I feel like it's gonna be Alex because they're not gonna, they're not gonna require Grimes. They're that's not. why I was thinking about Brogdon too, because again, that's that that was one of the first teams that were talking about that. That's what they were looking for, and I got hype, and then everybody was like, "Nah, Murray, Murray, Murray." But mm-hmm. I'm thinking like. Suppose I know who knows what what Deuce and Grimes become like you were saying because I again I remember also about the people going in on quickly and how he started off very slow to be in a runner where well, he should have been six man of the year but yeah. to be the runner up a six man of the year after starting he had a very slow slow start so like this the halfway mark you know things get more you know you locked in it's, it's, it's i guess it gets more real whatever you want to look at it how they pump themselves up and things change mm-hmm. and then like we said we haven't been playing this way the movement it was barely any iso ball today and the iso ball that we did have was to intentionally get somebody else another shot yeah yeah it was perfect perfectly ran game plan yeah so, so like playing this way, we don't know who you know. This easy basket, so we don't know what that looks like for people's confidence or their games. You understand? Uh, Grimes he does cut, you know, the backdoor cuts. He you know, uh, Deuce does the same thing. So again, you know, we we may need may need a little help on the bench with the shot creation, maybe. But the way they played today, they kind of you know negated that or needing or needing that, you know. Um, yeah. I yeah. like what I saw today. I like are you too. not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hell yeah. <laughs> Is that why you are here? <laughs> and, it just, it, it, and it just came to my mind right now. So, you know, this Knicks tax needs to go away. Remember, 
I, I, I forgot what year. I, I think it was 20, was it 2015, I think? Remember when the Knicks made that trade with the Cavaliers where they traded Shump and JR? Yep. Yeah. The That's was, crazy. I was so mad. Gave them the championship? Yeah. Yes. The fact that the Knicks made that trade and was like, okay, Cavaliers, here you go. We gave you two championship pieces. Y'all got your championship. Be merry. The, the, the NBA sees the Knicks are one move away. It's about time to take away that Knicks tax. Yeah. Give us a cheap deal for a good player so we yeah. can take us over the top. NBA, pay what you owe. Yes. Let's go. Pay what you owe. I love a high it, Brian. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I love we got it. two seconds for that, I think. Or four go. seconds. It was something stupid. Trap. Phil it's Jackson. Yo, love, man. That's Phil why, Jackson. man. Phil Jackson was horrible. Man. He's a total bum. It's funny because he started us down the line of not trading picks, but then he also just made some horrible choices and just blasted everybody in the media. It was it was bad. He's an asshat, yeah. bro. I I I can't stand the guy now. Like, cause cause you know I was all hyped, Phil. He was like, and Phil, we trust. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, him and, and Fizz. That. And then he just yeah. he almost destroyed my team for like for no reason. Cause he was trying to get to his lady across. His heart was in in L. A. So yeah. I call him Phil the Simp now. That's his name for yeah. me. Damn. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, but we 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 got Leon now. We got Leon the dog. Oh. It's different. You're good. We're we're fine. You know, we don't have anybody calling people weird names, pissing off LeBron, and none of that's happening. Or your or your stars because yeah. they don't want to talk on exit. A, a cheetah doesn't change his spot. Remember that when he's calling Melo a, a cheetah because he didn't put he's because he's too much ISO ball didn't play the I don't know. He was going crazy in the media. All right, Mike Warner wants to get back in the chat. Mike Warner, you gotta make this quick. He's still sauced up. <laughs> <laughs> you know who he is. He got the sauces, the, the S A U C E S. Yes. All right, yo, Mike. Mike, this is, you got a you got a whole. This got to be a quick one. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. Mike Wendell is back. Hey, Mike. Can I make this quick? All right, it's got to be one minute. <laughs> you there, Mike? See, Mike ain't even ready, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike fell asleep. <laughs> um, can I can, can I see something else that I noticed today? What's up? Um, remember last post game, I was talking about how it was a lot of east to west. We were going east to west, like as Clyde would like to say, mm-hmm. we were going east to west and not north to south. Today, that was a, the, the complete opposite. It was straight straight to the bucket for most yep. people. It was a no a lot of north and south, not, not a lot of east and west today. Facts. Um, that's a fact. They, they 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 were they were definitely turning that corner, going full full speed ahead. I told you, Precious said, "I'm committed." I'm committed. <laughs> he said, "I'm committed." It wasn't the best shot, but he was like, "I I'm, I gotta go through it. I gotta see this through." So uh, I I appreciate that though. Um and uh, shout out to Clyde for calling out uh Jokic quitting on the play. Clyde gonna call yeah, out. Yeah, he gonna call out anybody quitting on the play. <laughs> Randall Jokic, everybody. He gonna call out that stuff. He said, look at Jokic. He didn't even run after Brunson after he turned the ball over. Mm-hmm. He was going, oh, yeah. And that's nothing. We made him turn over Jokic today. Yep, sure did. Sure did. But let's talk about, can we talk about Brunson real quick? You got to talk about talk. Brunson real quick because sad day, sad day, sad but happy day. Yeah, let's talk about the captain. I'm captain. Yeah, we're going to talk about the captain, Dick. 
Captain Brunson. I call him Big Shot Brunson. I call him Big Shot Brunson. Uh, kind of a homage almost to, to Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. <laughs> you know, always has the feel for the moment. Hits the big shot when he needed. Brunson has been unbelievable this year. You know, he upped his three-point percentage. He's, sh- he's shooting a better three-point percentage than, than Steph Curry this season. He's almost up to 27 points per game. He's 12th in the entire NBA in scoring. And he's getting to the point where he just scores it. Like, it's 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 it, it get, it's getting to the point where it just looks easy. And right now, I'm looking at he he has to he has to be the best posting point guard in NBA history. And, and there's this point there's posting point guards out there. I know I already know Mark Jackson's gonna come to mind. I already know people's gonna say my Mark Jackson. I know people gonna say Anthony. I know people gonna say Anthony Hardaway. I know people gonna say that. But I know people might say Magic. But I was like, what point guard is posting people bigger than this? <laughs> And dropping 27. Like, I, I remember there's a lot of big point guards out there who will post and they'll post against smaller guys. What small guy posting big guy out there in history? Right. Even Mark Jackson or, and those guys, they're not big, but they would like wait to post a guy who, a point guard who was smaller than them. They wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? They were like, oh, I got a, I got a five, a little point guard. I'm going to post him and pass out the post. Like, I remember Mark Jackson doing that. I'm gonna post it up and I'm gonna wait for a cutter and then I'm gonna pass out the post. They I, wasn't doing footwork and spin moves left and right and up and un- they, they might have known some up and unders. But Jalen Brunson's on another level. Being I, Brunson was another. I I I agree with you. Um he uh that's why when those comments came out and they keep coming out, I'm like, okay, it's nonsense. Especially about the the Becky Ham, because he's not a your typical small guard. Like today, I watched him do this against somebody that they traded to to do the dirty work to be the defender of their team. You know, and Aaron and Gordon. I watched him play with pause. Like he just duped them countless. He 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 seen them on him and put Gordon in the post in this game. Like and, and it was wasn't a second thought in his mind. Like nope. oh, this is what I got. And then he got him in the air and got an and one. So like. <laughs> Like this, this is this is what what we come on. You that's yeah. not a tip, and his his IQ and his footwork is ridiculous. When you have that, you know he he knows what to do. He and before before he starts his move, he knows how he's going to approach you. And this is why he needs to be in the All Star game. And I and it kind of sucks that he wasn't voted in. Um, I know like we didn't get enough fan votes to get in here. But I think the media, I think the media had him at number two. I think the players had him at number two as well. The coaches most likely will get him in, but it sucks that he wasn't voted in to be a starter. Um, but hopefully that changes, man. I think the media, the coverage around Jalen Brunson in general has to change. Because it's doing damage, Jay. Like people say, what are y'all sensitive? We sensitive. No, we're not sensitive. When you falsely tell people who not gonna because people still haven't updated their takes on the Knicks. So they still talk about you trash, you trash, you trash, you trash. Then it's like who watching the Knicks game when it's clearly somebody is, but whatever, they're not watching. Yo, so, even even Kenny Smith today, like man. Bruh. Kenny Smith's supposed to be a New Yorker, bro. He's the nah, he's disappointing. It, it's always like that. He's disappointing but, the hell out of me. Charles Barkley 
my dude from the South, bigging up Jalen Brunson, talking about he's one of the best free agent signings in history, and da-da-da. And all he can talk about, what about Shaq? What about Devin Durant? Like, yo, let him speak, man. Like, like Kenny, Kenny, you got to you gotta ship your New York card out of here, bro. Facts, turn cold. Turn cold. <laughs> he's Uncle Ruckus in New York right now. I'm sorry. That's real, yo. <laughs> yeah, but that's what that does. It does damage to people that's voting. Because if you're not looking at him in the in this all-star light, you got people questioning him and, and lying on what he's done prior. Mm-hmm. Who's voting for them? You get what I'm saying? When we looking on the national we looking on NBA TV, we looking on the national media for them to speak about these good games that they've been having and they highlight in the other team and barely talk about us, that all again hurts our player when it comes to going to the all-star game and at the end that hurts us because if we can't get all-star you know people to the game then it doesn't look good you can't you can't both so we got all-stars we got all-stars you can't say that you know they they say look you see what they say with Brunson now he didn't make an all-star he's not an all-star he didn't make the game yeah it's like the coverage the coverage has to change man because or just have more coverage I feel like the coverage has picked up over the last month single-handedly because of perk like I feel like perk (laughs) Has been carrying the coverage on his back. But Stephen A. Smith is supposed to be a Knicks fan. He's hardly said anything until like the last week. Like that's supposed to be the coverage right there. I I I'm still remember when the I still remember when Jalen Brunson dropped 50 on the Phoenix Suns and nothing. There was no coverage on it whatsoever. Usually you drop 50 points, it gets circulated around. There's think pieces about it. This players arrived at it. There was nothing on the internet, nothing clipped up. Like it was like nobody cared. So I I don't know what has to happen. I mean, I I guess that's why we we had made our own spaces to big our own players up. But man, like the coverage around our Knicks has to change and hopefully the playoffs is going to be a big deal for us because if we do what we're supposed to do in the playoffs, then that coverage is going to change organically. Yeah, most definitely. I know what needs to happen. What needs to happen? You need to abolish the fan vote in the All-Star game. Get rid of that shit because the American voting public is idiotic. Think about who they elect to office. Eric Adams, Gavin Newsom, Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, like they they let nonstop bums on both sides. So wh- wh- who's shocked that they also don't vote for the right guy who deserves it to start an all star game? It made sense to me. Dame is a more popular one. Yeah. More people across America know Dame. They don't know what Dame has done this season, or a drop off defensively, or a drop off efficiently. They know Dame in terms of how they've indexed him for the last ten years as a flashy point guard. But is he better than Jalen Brunson this year? Hell no. Well, that's they, they vote for, like you said, who's in the conversation. And Dame gets the highlights. He gets the commercial spots. He gets the primetime conversation segment. Jalen Brunson doesn't. And if he does, Brunson's typically getting crapped on by somebody. They're, they're, they're not giving him the props that he deserves. It, it starts a conversation around Jalen Brunson being overrated or not really a 1A or not deserving. So no surprise that ESPN pollutes the minds the same way the CNN and Fox News does. It's no shock to me. Yes. Nah, no, you're right. I I, I definitely agree. But that's, even more than Dame, like Brunson was sixth in voting. So even Trey Young got more votes, and like that team is not even like in playoff. Trey Young been ass. He's been cheats this year. Yeah, Trey Young, he was shooting what, three percent from three, and like like come on, son. 
straight cheats. No, the, the I, like the NBA fan vote is never gonna go away because the NBA is tailored for fans. So to take the fan vote away, just just it's just not it's just not gonna happen. It's, from a business standpoint, it's not it, it won't be smart for the NBA. But yeah, it's they just have to they have to find a way to to promote him. I would never thought I would see the day where I felt like, wow, New York needs to be promoted. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's the reason why you know Knicks players don't get much love when it comes to All Star voting is because there's still a negative narrative around the Knicks, like. You know, like what was already mentioned, Becky Hammond, when she came out and said, Brooks is not really a 1A player. So automatically when other fans who don't really who don't, who don't really get a chance to watch the Knicks hear that, all of a sudden they're thinking, am I going to vote for Brunson as an all-star player over Tyrese Halliburton or over Dame Lillard or Trey Young? Nah, because he's not really a 1A player. So why am I going to vote him into the all-star game? It's like the other night with Candace Parker when she was on TNT talking about how Brunson in the first round against the Cavaliers, he played well, but then in the second round, not so much. So again, it's like there's still this negative in the media. There's still this negative coverage of the Knicks, despite the fact that Knicks are actually good, and that's what hurts Knicks players from getting the votes, you know, to get into All Star games and things of that nature. And they have to depend on the coaches to actually coach to actually you know vote them into the games and stuff. And I think the only way that narrative is going to change is if the Knicks actually win a damn championship. Because when the Knicks win a damn championship, they're going to have no choice but to say good things about the Knicks. Because, like, what are you going to say now? Knicks yeah. won a championship. Yeah. At least the finals run. Like, the fact that Candace was allowed to say that Brunson didn't have a good second round is still crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a bro pick tonight, too. <laughs> you got a bro pick? Yeah, definitely. All right, definitely. all right. Well, well, hold on, Mike Uno. Wait a minute, Mike Uno was a little bit saucy before. I think he he woke up from the sauce nap, so he he said he's back. <laughs> Yo, Mike, if you listen, gotta keep it short, my brother. All right, because we about to go to these bro picks. But yeah, I know I understand you got something to say about Hardenstein. But um, shout out to Jalen Brunson, um, who uh. By all intents and purposes, seems like he'll still make the All Star game. He'll just be voted in inst instead of being a starter. But hopefully, this is his last year being voted in, and then the world will be on notice, and he'll be a starter next year. That's what I'm hoping. All right, Back. all right, all right, Mike Uno, what's going on, man? Mike, can you hear me? Mike, 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 Mike. He was working before. What happened, bro? Mike going once. Extra sauce? <laughs> Lost in the sauce. I don't <laughs> My man was good for a second. All of a sudden, just disappeared. Damn. Hello, can you hear me? All right, yeah. All right, well, Mikey turned it up to a bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just go to the bro picks. We'll just go to the bro picks. 
we'll, we'll just go to the bro picks. He said Michael's working in the other room. Mm. We'll just start the bro picks. All right, so bro pick time. Oh, I mean bro pick time. Bruh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Bruh picks are for guys who don't know if you're first time watching the KOT show, they are the worst plays of the week. It could also be bad plays, stupid plays. Um, it could be about the Knicks. It could be about any other team. It could be anything basketball related. Also, it doesn't even have to be basketball related. It could just be something stupid, something dumb that happened that you want to point out. Like Kenny Smith still not giving Jalen Brunson his props after saying he's the second best player on every given night. Who was the best player tonight again? Wasn't Jokic playing? Wasn't Jokic playing? Okay. All right. Let's, just, let's, let's keep that pushing. All right, but let's get to it. I, I feel like Ebony has something on her heart that you want to get off your chest. <laughs> so oh, thank you for coming coming to Eb Talk, right? Uh, yeah, oh, I definitely do. I have a bro pick. So last post game, it was Candace, of course. This post game is going to be. I I I am a Candace Parker fan, you know, a little less because she she won the Aces, so it's kind of hard to root for her there. But other than that, um, I am a Candace Parker fan. But I, I would like to give Brub pick to all the the fans and supporters that threw her accolades as if that meant something. <laughs> it doesn't matter what she accomplished. She still, you know, what else she accomplished? Being being wrong. She accomplished that. Uh, so. Your 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 championships, your medals, your season highs don't exclude you from being wrong. Stop putting people on pedestals, and it's okay to disagree with people. Even your heroes can disappoint you. That's why you never put people on pedestals. Okay, <laughs> um, wrong is wrong, no matter who does it. Doesn't matter who it is, who they, what they accomplished. They can have a Nobel Bell Peace Prize. Who cares? Wrong is wrong. That and uh, it, it just instead of instead of. Saying sorry, I decided to be wrong and strong. So you know, it's all right because I'm a Bears fan. You know, Will Willie. <laughs> that's the new thing now. That's the new thing. Shout out to Kyle from Twitter. Now, that's my oh. that's, that's my thing too. When I, whenever yes. I don't want to take accountability, I'm gonna just talk about the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Bears fan, y'all. She mentioned like nine different things off subject, but like it's just stop being wrong and strong. You're not gonna agree with everything anybody says. That's impossible. You know, it's okay to disagree. It's okay. It's okay to agree to disagree respectfully, and it's okay to say I messed up. Yeah, I I, I messed up. It it could have been cool just saying, you know, I was preparing for my season, anything of that nature. But just to flat out rewrite his history, it happened. It happened already. <laughs> you can't make yeah. it up. It happened already. You can't. You can't. Like, make and it and her fans were doubling down. Those medals don't make her less wrong. She's wrong. She's definitely wrong. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that, there you go. That's my bro pick. Yeah, and a woman said that. A woman said that. <laughs> and New, New York fans, we got smoke for everybody. Everybody. Ask Michael Rappaport. Ask Ask Gilbert Arenas. Ask shoot, Man. they were ready to trade Spike Lee for a minute because they thought he betrayed us. Like it, 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 <laughs> it, it is what it is. Fans, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Gilbert is trolling you guys. Yes. Gilbert is trolling Knicks fans for engagement. That's all he's doing. I'm telling you. And y'all fall for it every single time. Yeah. 
You know what? You know what I might. I know. You know what I might do. I might troll him back. I might do a video response because he responds to video responses just to get just to get lit up. Since he's gonna use us, we'll use him back. You know what I'm saying? Use him back, right? (laughs) I have posted. I posted a a tweet like a PSA, a PSA almost to tell people to stop tweeting. Don't give them no event, no, no, no attention. You know, it's a billion pods out here on YouTube. You know, we we watch these games at or with you every day, all day that we know the ins and out of the team. You know, no. uh, you just helping them spew their nonsense, and it's helping and it's hurting our players too, as you see with the with the voting and things of that nature. So I agree, I agree, but yeah, bro, pick for Candace for sure, bro, and her and her supporters. That that Olympic medal don't mean nothing when you're wrong. She's still wrong. Now, thank you. Yeah, shouts out for winning for the country. But she was wrong about Brunson. That's apples and oranges, bro. Oh, <laughs> Facts. All right. I already know Ryan G. What you got? Yes, I do have a broad pick and also have a mini ceremony as well. Oh, the ceremony. My broad pick, pick goes to... Luka Doncic, because the other night <laughs> against the Phoenix Suns, my guy was getting heckled by a fan, and he couldn't take it no more. So he was like, so he pointed to ref security. I don't know who he pointed to, but he was like, yo, get that fan out of the game. And that fan was kicked out of the game. Then later was revealed that all the fans said was, Get you, Luca. You look tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. <laughs> now Bruh. I've gone to games and heard people say way worse than that. Way worse. I've said way at, worse <laughs> at games. And my man threw. Oh and, my and my man threw. And, 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 and to be fair to Luca, Luca said that that fan was saying way more than that at the game. I, but but it's like for that to be the comment that broke the camera's back, where it's like you know what, like. That's the comment that that's the comment that took you over the edge for you to be like throw that fan out of the game. To me, that's kind of wild. We, like, we know this, we know his, his soft spot now. Luca is having a terrible streak right now. Didn't somebody just drop him and they played oh. it on the jumbotron? His own. Oh, yeah. They Jaylen replayed Brown. it. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Brown dropped him. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I heard. I, <laughs> I heard MB dropped seventy and, and Jalen Brown dropped seventy-seven. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he fell hard, you know, it looked like he hurt his hip. You know, when you little and you slip and you hit your hip like straight, like pow, that's what it looked like. Oh man. He dropped him hard. Like it was it was it was a bad one. That was bad. Ouch. Ouch. Now, I'ma get to the mini ceremony because I feel like this does need to be retired. So everybody, as you know, as you know, esteemed gentleman rj barrett the other day posted a video for knicks fans showing his love and appreciation for the fans that backed him for five seasons at the garden and i was like you know what i felt touched Mm. by that video and i was like you know what i think it's about time i retire the badman nickname for no other Knicks player <laughs> or future with Jamaican descent ever again. Ever again? If we get another bot, if we get another Jim, we can't do the... He's oh. ever again. He's going to retire right now. So whether you want to stand, sit, 
It doesn't matter. Here is the jersey raising <laughs> ceremony of RJ Barrett with the nickname Badman attached to his jersey. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention to this wonderful moment <laughs> in KOT history. Retiring of the Badman nickname not to be used ever again. Let's go. Yeah. Chat's going crazy. Gunshots gun in the air. Yeah. He missed the shit. Hey, I got sniper gang on deck. Look, <laughs> 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 look, look, you ain't see the other ones. Look, they go the other ones. Sniper gang. They all oh, in. Man. We all in. We all in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Got the captain up top. Long live the bottom. <laughs> Long live. <laughs> that, that, this, 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 uh, this was Quentin today. This is Grime. Yeah. With the sniper, you know it ain't RJ. Oh, oh come on. Yo, we try to pay homage. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not homage. Yeah, I think I RJ definitely shot his way out of New York. Uh, yeah, I still love a kid. Yeah, I do too. It, it was just it was just weird for me. He he was shooting more at three pointers when he was off than when he was actually hitting them. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like in the beginning of the season, he was only taking like five and he was going like three for five. Then at the end of his career, he taking like nine, but going one for nine. Like, what? I'm missing something. What's going on? Yeah, it, it just, What's going on? Just, just to let you know, Ryan, I'm pretty sure it said Badman on the jersey, but it was blurred out. We couldn't read it. It was blurred. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know. It's because my camera, the way it's set up. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but I'm, but but as you can see, there was a paper attached to it. It said Badman on it. Just it probably, just trust me. That said Badman I, on I, it. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. All right, all right, good show, guys. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to. Oh wait, hold up, bro. I haven't I haven't given my picks yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got a bro pick, an ooh pick, and a who's man's is pick. Ooh, oh, no, oh, we got all pick. three. Okay, triple double bro assist. Okay, <laughs> bro pick. I'm gonna uh, play off of what Ebony said. I was kind of discouraged. A lot of the defenders of Candace Parker brought the fact that you can't criticize her because she's a woman, uh, which. I vehemently disagree with. I don't care what race, gender you are. I think everyone's up. You say something dumb, you can be criticized for it. And also uplifted for it. Ebony is one of the smartest basketball minds I've ever had the pleasure of sharing a stage with. And it's not because she's a woman. It's because she's a smart, has a high IQ and taught basketball. Better than just about anyone, including me. She knows more about ball than I do. Not because she's a woman, because she's smart and she's played the game. So I think whether you're criticizing or praising, it doesn't matter what gender or race you are. Everyone's fair game. If you say something smart, you get congratulated, not because you're a dude or a chick, because you said something smart and vice versa. So that's my bruh pick, but to the supporters who criticize because you're saying you can't do it because she's a woman. Bruh. Uh, whose man is this? Solid show Spreewell there <laughs> with a snow bunny tonight uh, at his side. Now it's like, what? <laughs> Spree? <laughs> is that you? Are you skiing those snow bunny slopes? I, 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 oh man! Where's Dr. Umar? Where's Dr. Umar? Yeah, as I Dr. Umar enter the chat. You're <laughs> <laughs> staring, Dr. Umarish. They have the parentheses of like staring, Dr. Umarish. Yeah, so. yeah. 
So I, I saw that snow bunny spree. I know you were trying to play off, play it off like she wasn't with you, but she was definitely with you. Uh, props be in the building, man. I hope we win that chip. Him, Mello, Mark Jackson, Patrick Ewing, Oakley are in the building. Uh, Dit Barnett, um, uh, Bill Bradley, all the OG greats. I hope all of them are in the building when we win that chip to be able to see that with their own two eyes and remember that legacy. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, my, my last one, Upik. I saw uh, Nick's Morning Brew in the chat. Saw Phil, saw Jigga telling people to subscribe and like, to have other content creators happen to KOT chat, bigging up in them. I've been advising them to subscribe. That's like, I love that unity, man. Like that's, I, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all doing that. I saw that and I was taking it back. I thought it was a really beautiful moment of content creators, support other content creators and to use your time to be in the chat, not to drop your own link or bid up yourself, but say, hey, bid up a KOT show. Much love to you, brothers, man. I can't wait to collab and show you love face-to-face. -face. I love you guys. I'm done. Yeah, salute to Morning Brew. They do good work. Um, yeah. So definitely check yeah. out their shows in the morning. There's a few people I check out. I check out Morning Brews. I check out, shout out to my guy, Ron, and Stilix fans. I'll be, I'll be there on Saturdays checking them out um, mm -hmm. on Saturday mornings. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. Mm -hmm. Life has been crazy. But uh, yeah. both of those guys are good people. Yep. All right, all right. So that's the shots morning. That's up. Right. Yeah. And love oh. who you love. Love who you love. I'm, I'm, you know, still buddies ain't for me, but if this for you, it's for you. Obviously, it's for a lot of Knicks players. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Historically. Oh, <man. laughs> Oh, if, you, if you want your ivory queens, enjoy your ivory queens. I like my, I like my, I like my ebony queens, per, 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 uh, preferably. No, no pun intended, ebony. <laughs> yeah, nah, whatever. I get it. I get it. I understand. When when you in a certain environment, it's set up certain ways. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but good show, guys. I'm, I'm be. What, what's the next? Yo, what place are we got in fourth now? Right, or at least top. We are fourth. Yeah, Miami fourth. It don't matter. Nobody want to see us right now. Nobody. What did Perk say? We are second best team in the NBA. <laughs> are you not interested? I'm I want to play. When, when? Yo, when do we play the Celtics? When? It's gonna be a minute. Um, I remember. No, we play the Heat next. I know that far. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna so look it up right now. February 11th. February awesome. 11th. That's not that far. Oh, that's not that far away. Oh. Oh wait, no. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. My bad. I look at my Heat schedule. Uh, I'm about to say I don't see that. Uh, 24th, February 24th. Yeah, my bad. Okay, so, that's a month. That's it. Okay. I got. I, I have that day circled. And I, I think we play Milwaukee again in like. I don't remember. I think we played them in like March. It's a minute before we played. Uh, oh, oh, the back to back. We got a game on tomorrow at three. Am I bugging? No, no, that's Saturday at three. The Heat. Oh, because tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> Today is oh, to yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yo, I, I, yo, that messed me up. <laughs> that messed me up. Okay, so we got the Heat on Saturday, Hornets on Monday, then the Jazz. The Jazz, yo, I'm not sleeping on the Jazz, yo. They're playing good right now. They they they, 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 they they snuck up on a few people. Yep. And and why is that? Because they play like a team. 
Yeah, they do. But I'm definitely looking at some get back next week because oh, we got a back to back. Yo, why are they be doing us like that, yo? And Adam Silver, Nick fan though. Every, yo, why do they keep doing that? To me? I don't know, man. Why do we keep playing the paces on the second night of a back to back? That's the second time. Oh, we got one, yeah, the Hornets. And yeah, Jazz we got and Jazz and then Paces. On... Oh, no, it's the Hornets and Jazz. Those are the back-to-back. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Hornets oh, there's a game between, okay. Yeah, the Hornets and Jazz are the back-to-back, and then Paces are Thursday. Gotcha, gotcha. Then Lakers, then Grizzlies. All right, because the, the schedule will start to get a little bit tougher. Yeah. Because we, we hit the soft spot schedule. So we'll get to see... Because then, oh, February, yeah. The 22nd, we got the 76ers on the 22nd, the Celtics on the 24th. How about February 8th, Dallas Mavericks in MSG? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the I'm looking that at, game right there. I'm looking at February 29th, and we got the little guard streak going on. February 29th, we oh, played the Warriors and Knicks. Oh, yeah. And then March 3rd, we played we, with Steph Curry. Then March 3rd, we played the Cavaliers with, with, with Donovan Mitchell. And then the, the Hawks, we play March 5th. Yeah, we smacked With Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little small guard. Uh, Trinity right there. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to it. But salute to, the, salute to the channel. Thank thank you guys for watching, man. Great show, great show, great show as always. Enjoy you guys. And a great win, man. Statement win versus the Nuggets, man. You gotta love, you gotta love when you bro out a championship team. It makes you feel like anything is possible. It really does. Yep. Nice and help us subscribe to the channel. We were close to, I don't even know what we're close to. (laughs) It'd be dope to get the 9,000 this year, that'd be great. So I can do my Dragon Ball Z post. Well, 9,000, like, I don't even do that. (laughs) But shout out to you guys. All right, thank you guys for watching. Lee, let them know if you can find you, man. Uh, once again, I'm going to use this time to shout out somebody else. Phil, I see you in there giving us love, man. So make sure you follow Phil Porto. He's the head of a snake for the Morning Brew crew. Him, him and his brother, Jigga. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Phil, all caps, P-H-I-L underscore A-L-L underscore C-A-P-S. That's my man, Phil Porto, and it's Morning Brew. Also, it's book club time. I've been sick, so I've been reading a lot. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but I've been crushing the books, man. I read the memoir by American actress Cicely Tyson, titled Just As I Am. Now, Cicely Tyson is a heavyweight in American arts and entertainment and letters. She's a three-time Emmy Award winner. She's won a SAG, Honorary Academy Award, and a Peabody Award, as well as a Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, She was born in New York City, died in New York City, and during that time had three really standout roles. The one she's most known for is in Roots, uh, but she was also in the autobiograph- autobiography of Jane Pittman and Sonder, uh, both of which came out in the 70s. She's an outstanding writer, outstanding thinker. And my favorite chapter in here was a chapter is plural, was about her marriage to Miles Davis, where you learned a lot about Miles Davis's heroin addiction, drug addiction, and also the way that he treated women, uh, which, as most geniuses are, very troubled and chaotic. But Cicely Tyson was a fighter and a survivor through it all. Not just that, she was a thriver. She became one of the most important actresses in the 20th century and left a legacy for young black and brown actresses that came after her. 
and was indelible on the stage and in film. Highly recommend this book about from her childhood upbringing all the way up to her, her death. Uh, she, this book came out right before she died. And it basically chronicles the entire history of American uh, Hollywood. She, she lived it all. Um, saw all the changes, good and bad. Brilliant actress, Cicely Tyson, just as I am. All right. Cicely Tyson, legend. Elite. All right, cool. Thank you, Lee, for your book club recommendations. Ebony, where can you find it? I don't have, I don't have a book just yet. No book club. I don't have a book uh, on me right now, but I am reading one. I just don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, you could you could find me. Uh, oh yeah, shouts out to Phil and the Morning Brew Group Sports too. Those my guys. Just wanted to say that real quick. Um, but uh, you can find me on here every post game in Twitter when it's not acting up. Uh, every pregame at your take Nick. Um, at Madden and I'm on yeah Twitter and X me Twitter and Instagram at Mad Nick Fan. And yeah, at VSN for whenever we get pop back popping up, present, past, and future. Uh -huh. Yep, yep. All right. Ryan G, let me know if you can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N-E. And and also big up Randall's son, Kaiden, for being on the bench. Love it. Tonight. And dapping up OG on his way to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> While the Knicks were smacking the Nuggets in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he's big up to cut. Honorary Nick. All right. You can follow us at the KLT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Time Show on Instagram, and the Nick and Time Show on Facebook. So, And also, definitely hit that like and subscribe and share to help grow the word and spread the wealth and the knowledge that KLT is here to stay, that you enjoy the content, and that you enjoy us. So let people know that we're here. There's a lot of Knicks. There's a lot of Knicks content out here. We try our best to to be on top of it, be knowledgeable, be, in, be, be a good source of information and entertainment at the same time. So hopefully we provided that for you today and every other episodes. And um, hopefully I'm, I'm around, we'll be, we'll be around, but I really want to put more content on this channel. I've been trying to get more content on the channel for so long. So I'm extremely happy about the game show that's on here. And um, hopefully, I'm hoping that we can grow this even bigger and better to give you guys a lot of different things to enjoy about the Knicks. So, and I appreciate you guys supporting us thus far, and your support is going to help us grow even bigger. So, I appreciate you guys. All right, cool. That is our show. Thank you guys for watching. And as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's the show. We out this mug. Peace.